The following is a presentation of the Bellip Sports Media Network. The NFL schedule has been released. It's an exciting time, and it's kind of funny how we make such a big deal about it. We're going to talk about each team and who we think should be able to hit the over for win totals and who we think might be hitting the under for those win totals on the season. And, of course, the NHL and NBA playoffs are still going on, so we're still going to talk about them, and we're going to keep on talking about them and talk a little bit further into what's been going on there. And we're going to talk some too early college football picks we're going to talk about each conference and as we get closer to college football season we're just going to keep on attacking college football and getting into a lot of predictions and things of the sort and we have to talk a little bit of college softball because i'm a homer and i want to talk about my team so let's get to it all of this and much more today on rising to the occasion What is up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Rising to the Occasion. This is episode 55, you know, and it's it's kind of crazy to think we've made it that far, and we're only just beginning, so it's 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 been a lot of fun. We've made it so far in such a short period of time, uh, and we have you all to thank. So if you're watching right now, make sure to either share this. Uh, if you haven't already, make sure to hit subscribe, and go ahead and hit that notification bell, because why not? You want to know when we're when we're live, when we're on YouTube. But not only that, but you can also go and follow us on social media. We've got Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and I think we're going to start working a little bit on TikTok. I said it right this time, so you can't get after me. But today, it's just me and Jeremy in studio. Jeremy, how you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good. I'm just mind blown. You got TikTok right. It's not TikTok, you know. I just I like TikToks. I mean, they're they're, they're good. They're good. And and what better what better thing to kind of freshen up your breath and a little thing that you could easily choke on yeah you're not so wrong. just pop that right in and start choking and probably keel over i don't know i mean <laughs> but anyways before we get started we want to give a shout out to our favorites in skincare and that is caldera lab backed by a leading clinical trial trial where nine out of ten men experienced healthier and visibly improved skin caldera lab has the tools to unlock your best first impression and confidence as you age you might start to notice more fine lines and wrinkles and signs of aging it's time to take control of your skin with caldera lab today we have an exclusive offer for our audience and you can try for yourself why so many men trust Calder Lab for their skincare needs. Use code RISING2, that's RISINGTO, at CalderLab.com for 20% off their best products. Jeremy, you and I, we've both used Calder Lab now for quite some time since they became a sponsor of the show. We've just now finally locked in that deal with them. Uh, I mean, we, we've both been loving it so far, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I love it. Like, at first, I was a little skeptical at first just because I've never heard of this company, but then once you first got me introduced to them, I looked them up, of course, I'm like, man, this seems pretty legit. Then, uh, of course, I'm going to try some, of course. Then, I can't remember exactly which one. It was the, um, the good. The good. Yeah. yeah. Then, just applied it at night after I got out of the shower, just all on my face. Then, immediately, I started to feel a difference in my face. I'm like, holy cow, like, this is actually... Working is like you see a lot of these brands, they'll say so much about a, a specific product and it doesn't do anything in the long run. But like for Calder Lab, 
it sincerely does what it's supposed to do. Like, if I had to give it a five-star review, i give it a six. Yeah, yeah, I've been using the whole regiment. Uh, they are just now sending us some of the, the body soap. I'm kind of ex- excited to use that, some of the exfoliating yeah. body soap. Uh, I, I get bad uh, back knee, so I, yeah. I definitely need that, you know, sit there and scrub it in my skin. Mm-hmm. Not only that, but I love whenever your, your body, you know, like especially for me, I'm in a blue-collar job where, you know, I'm just constantly getting dirty out in the field with digging trenches and stuff like that. Yeah. And so, you know, it's just nice to go home, get in, a, in the shower, and use some of that as a new product. So I'm excited to try it. I've loved all of their products so far. I've been using their their entire regimen bundle. Uh, it's it's all amazing. I, I highly recommend it. 100%. So again, 20% off with code RISING2. That's R-I-S-I-N-G-T-O at calderlab.com. That's C-A-L-D-E-R-A-L-A-B.com and use code RISING2 for 20% off. Take care of your skin and take your skin to the next level with Calder Lab. It's been great to have them on as a sponsor and helping us on this journey as we're trying to keep on growing and reach new heights. But let's go ahead and get into it. Of course, the NFL must be the greatest marketing uh, mega mind of all time because they make something out of just releasing a schedule, mm-hmm. you know, and that's, that's, that's cr- kind of crazy to see how much hype went into all of this. Uh, I was really hoping to get all of us on the show to talk uh, about this, you know, and, and, and of course, even whenever we get to college football, yeah. uh, especially with Britton and Blake, they're both big college football fans too. And we're, we all are. Uh, and, and so it's, it's nice to kind of get all of our minds kind of mashed together when talking about these things, but let's go ahead and start off with the NFL uh, and I don't necessarily want to talk too much about uh, the schedule, uh, but more or less just their win totals. And, you know, we were able to pull up and see what they're expecting for the win totals on the year. And so just kind of taking our, you know, taking our best guess for who we think will hit that over uh, for those win totals and who we think will hit the under for the win totals. But before we do, I guess one scheduling aspect that I think the NFL thought really hard about, and it was an excellent uh, an, an excellent idea was the first Monday night football game is going to be Aaron Rodgers' debut with the really? New York Jets. Uh, so just Ooh. that's that's going to be really fun to see that. Uh, you know, and he, putting him on a, on prime time. I, I was trying to to think of it. You know, how many prime time games do you think the Jets are going to have this year? Oh, now that they have Aaron Rodgers, I. They're definitely gonna be bumped up a little yeah, bit. I think. I, mean, I think it also depends on if you if you consider Thursday a primetime game. Yeah, if I if I had to consider Thursday a primetime game, I'm going three. Really, I'm taking the over on that for really? sure. I think I'm kind of leaning towards like six or seven. Really? You know, like I'm just wow. I don't know. I mean, I feel like there's so much hype around them this year with Aaron Rodgers going over there, and of course we've talked about it too. Whenever we had TJ on from the State of the Saints podcast, yeah. uh, and how much the New York media. Uh, you know they're 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 big. Uh, That's what they're known and, and for. And so so now New York, he's in New York, putting them on prime time. And mm-hmm. I think they can be a contender because really last year, what was the only missing piece? It was quarterback. a quarterback. Yeah. So I mean, I, I mean, their their defense is outstanding. They've got a couple of good running backs, uh, especially if Brees Hall can be healthy, healthy and come back. Man, I mean, that's going to be a lot of fun to watch him in prime time. But let's go ahead and jump into. It. I'm going to kind of go through the list here. Is uh, so. I don't really know where to start, so I guess I'm just going to do alphabetical order just because that's the way I've got it written down for me here. So the Arizona Cardinals, starting off with them, their win total at five and a half. Uh, 
I guess since it's just you and I and the other two, you know, they had some things they had to take care of and we weren't able to get them on with us. Uh, instead of us just picking one team, I, I, maybe maybe we'll start off and, and take our one team and then we'll okay. just kind of dive right into the whole schedule here and, and, and every, every team kind of take our pick. But what was the one team you saw as, man, they're absolutely going to hit the over? <sighs> Looking throughout the entire spreadsheet that they have of every NFL team, I'm going to be a little biased. I looked at the first one I looked at was the Cincinnati Bengals, and they have it at 11.5. That's that's pushing it, but I think we can do it for pushing them with the over. I like it. If we stay healthy and with who we picked up all in the draft, then I I feel like we can definitely make a significant impact like we have in the last couple of years. Of course, obviously, we got rid of Samaji P. Rye in the backfield for our running game. But, I mean, we still have Joe Mixon, who's a all-around great running back for us. Then looking out on our deep our deep wideouts, we got, obviously, Jamar Chase, and then T, and, I mean, we got... Adding Orlando Brown up yeah, into, exactly. into the Orlando line, Brown. that should be big. He'll make a significant difference for the Cincinnati Bengals, and that's my overs for the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, I like it. I mean, I, I think you went probably a tougher route. I'm going to go... Possibly an easier route, but it's also an, a team with a, a you know we're, we're taking a new head coach uh, and a lot of new pieces around them, uh, you know. But I'm going to go with the Arizona Cardinals at okay. five and a half. I feel like they can they can squeeze six wins out easy. Yeah, uh, and you know, and I feel like that's really under underselling them. But uh, the over is at plus one hundred five. So I mean, honestly, wow. I'm going on. I'm, I'm hitting that. Yeah, um, because I'm I'm looking at their schedule. And I don't know how they can't squeeze out six wins. And if they can't, that's really Harsh. pathetic, even even yeah. under a new kind of rebuilding gear. Yeah. But uh, what, what's your under? Oh, man. Um, it kind of hurts me to say this a little bit, but I'm going with the 49ers for the under. Really? Like, they had, a, they had an 11.5. Um, I know, obviously, they're still kind of questioning for their quarterback situation with – Brock Purdy and who who else is their other quarterback? I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, let's see. Um, they just pulled in Sam Darnold. Sam is, Darnold. is probably going to be there, kind of run it until yeah. Purdy's nice and healthy. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely going to be. Um, and then I'm not sure what they did. Uh, wow, why am I drawing a blank on uh, Jimmy G's backup there? Uh, that that's how that's how impressive he was for me. Uh, I don't know why. I mean, I'm I'm really bad about that too. I, I yeah. anytime that we're just talking, you you and me, I can name off 50 players. Literally, no problem. But once we're on air, uh, it's just gonna slip my mind. It's but, just all the flashing lights and everything. But, you just get screen. You uh, just get screenshot. Yeah, I mean, overall though, you're really gonna see probably Sam Darnold step in in the beginning, and then Brock yeah. Purdy come, uh, you know, come out, and so uh, we'll we'll, we'll kind of see that duo kind of work together. Yeah, the big thing is everyone just seems just like any NFL team you need to stay healthy then you just need to keep eating right staying on your game and just all around just keep your body right and just if you want to be successful like we've all told everybody just got to keep putting the time and the work in yeah I mean for me I think my under it was really hard for me to take this one but my under I think I'm going to go with the Buffalo Bills uh they were at 10 and a half Really, and I'm I'm seeing ten wins, but I don't see an eleventh win because they they just weren't that impressive late in the season last year, like we expected them to be. And I, I don't know that just maybe maybe that's going to be enough firepower for them to really push through and and get past that. But it's uh, also cold. Yeah, true. <laughs> but I don't know. I just that that was really disappointing to see how 
many games. They were just really tight games, or they would lose them. Um, but the last let's, drive or whatever uh, the big. Let's kind of dive through real quick. So, of course, Arizona Cardinals, five and a half. Uh, like I said, I think they can get more than five and a half. I think six should be attainable yeah. for them. Um, Atlanta Falcons at seven and a half. You think that the Atlanta Falcons with Desmond Ritter now going to be their quarterback? Uh, and, you know, we've, we've seen a little bit of movement there, but not like a bunch of big gains. Do you think they're going to be, be able to reach more than seven and a half? I don't think so. I'm still sticking with the under, honestly. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm liking the seven and a half. I think that's a good line. And, and really, I don't think I've seen a single one that was like, oh, that's so, so far bad. off. Yeah. Um, and, and really, I, I like a lot of them. Uh, I personally think they can hit hit the over on. I think really? I think they can win eight games, uh, and that's without really diving into each individual schedule because that's not what we were gonna do. Right. Um, but this is just kind of off the off the cuff, you know. And so right. uh, I, I think I think they they should be able to squeeze out eight wins. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's just they they uh, they're another team I think was disappointing last year. Yeah. And although I don't think we really expected a whole lot out of them. They had a rough year, to say the least. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But Baltimore Ravens, this one I think might be the craziest one for me. They're at eight and a half. Do you think that they're going to be able to hit over or under on the eight and a half? I honestly think they can... I don't know what their record was last year, of course, but I mean, that has nothing to do with it now. It's a brand new year. I think... I think I want to go with the over on this one. Yeah. Like, obviously with Amar, you've, everyone's seen his running game and his scramble ability. He's he's definitely fast, to say the least. You've watched, if you haven't watched the Baltimore Ravens game and see Lamar Jackson run, you haven't been watching much football. <laughs> you probably have just ignored yeah, uh, football You don't watch TV on 2017 or 18, 19? Yeah, something like I guess 19, I think, is when he got. I mean, of course, um, Lamar Jackson's favorite is Andrews. Out, yeah. I mean, that's literally his he's, number one go-to for. Yeah, he still got Mandrews, and yeah, I mean, I, I agree because not only that, excuse me, but he's he's also got uh, OBJ coming over to help yeah. out the squad and kind of add to the the talent for who he can he can pass to. So that yeah. kind of helps uh, Mark Andrews a little bit. Hopefully, they can get another one. I, I don't want to say that OBJ isn't a number one wide receiver anymore, but I just don't think he's the same OBJ As that he, he once was. was. And so I th- really think you need another number one to kind of step that role yeah. and just let OBJ cook like he was over at the Rams. He, yeah. Cooper Cup was the main guy, and that was really good for OBJ. I think that was the best you've ever seen from him, uh, you know, other than, of course, his early years at, at the Giants. Definitely. Um, but let's go on. Of course, Bills, I, I brought them up, 10 and a half. I'm, I'm just taking the, the, the under just because I think 10 is right about the, the ceiling that I see for them. Yeah. But what do you think? You think they get 11 wins? I think so. Like, okay. take it for granted. Obviously, you got Stephon Diggs out in the flats. I mean, how much of what you've seen out of Stephon Diggs can you not jaw drop about it? Like, Stephon Diggs will flat out burn you. His his route running is unbelievable. He's crisp. He's sharp. The only thing he just needs to control a little bit is his temper. Yeah, that's the big thing. But like outside of that aspect, I think. I think I can go with the over on that one. Yeah, I mean, Gabe Davis has been doing a lot better as the years have gone on, too. Yeah. I think two years ago, we saw him a little bit in yeah. the postseason and realized, man, this guy's dangerous. Definitely. Uh, last year, I think he stepped up even just a little bit more, uh, too. So, I mean, I, I like that. I mean, I, I think they can reach 11, but if I'm taking a bet on it, I think I'm just going with a 10. Uh, and I don't know why my gut tells me to, to say that. Um, but Carolina Panthers, of course, they pick up Bryce Young. They didn't go the route that I wanted them to for coaching, but uh, 
never nevertheless they've, they've got a very new team mm-hmm. uh so they're at seven and a half uh do you think the panthers hit seven or eight or under that or over that having a new qb then who's their original quarterback uh, they, I don't know. I mean, they had Baker, they had yeah. PJ Tucker, and then of course they had Sam Darnold before that. It's just really pulling so, a straw out of a cup. Yeah. Who so, wants to be a quarterback? So I, I think, I mean, obviously, I think Bryce Young takes that yeah, spot for yeah. sure this year. I think he's thrown right to it. At seven and a half, I'm going to give him some love. I'm going to go with the over on it. Yeah, I like that. I mean, I, I want to go over just because I want to see the over on right. it. Right. You want to see a brand new guy out, fresh out of the box succeed yeah yeah so i mean i I like bryce young a lot i want him to succeed and i think seeing the panthers they're just one of those teams that i've I've never been able to really dislike the panthers so i want to see the over and so i guess yeah i I think emotionally i'm going to say over with that and of course cincinnati Bengals. you think they can hit that 12 mark uh man i don't know i mean I, i i again i haven't seen the entirety of their schedule but thinking of the conference they're in and the, then, well, just the division that they're in, mm-hmm. it's going to be really hard for them to reach 12. But right. I have a lot of faith. I think, like you said, I think with, with adding Orlando Brown, of course, you you haven't really lost a lot on the outside or anything no. like that. I think you're still going to have a high, high-powered offense. Uh, what are they able to do on defense? Because we know that they lost Eli Apple and they lost – or no, no. Jesse uh, Bates. It, no. It wasn't Eli Apple because that was the one I wanted them to lose. Yeah. It was Jesse Bates. And there was another one uh, um, that they lost on, on the, the, the defensive backs. Oh, jeez. Um, um, but, you know, just losing losing two key players on, on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah. Uh, of course, you still have Henderson, uh, Henderson and, and, and Hubbard, Hubbard and, both up there being able to, to be run stoppers and mm-hmm. force, force any kind of pressure in there. So I really like the Bengals, and I think – until they show us otherwise, I think I'm just going to have to stick with them. Yeah. So I, I kind of like the over on that too. Yeah. But let's jump down to their rival, the Cleveland Browns, uh, at eight and a half. I'm just going to go ahead and start. I want them to hit the under uh, for for as long as they have Deshaun Watson man. on the team, and possibly for as long as this management is in office. Uh, I I want them to hit the under because of what they did uh, taking him. And it's not even that I'm angry that they took uh, Deshaun over Baker, but it's the fact that you took Deshaun of all people over Baker uh, after what was obviously accused of him and found guilty in, in many of those cases. Yeah. Um, but eight and a half, do you think the Browns squeeze out nine or more? Or yeah. Do you think they're just going to stay under the other? They're going to stay under. We're going with the better, since, we're going with the better Ohio team since yeah. that's going to be the better one. Yeah, I think I'm going like seven for them and without Ooh. even seeing what their, their outside of the division uh, schedule kind of lines up to be. Seven's being really generous. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I would I love to see like six, a three. But I would love to see three. But <laughs> Man, you just... Wow, just or kick them when they're they, down. You know, if they can have another perfect season and just stay at zero. Yeah. But oh, I don't know. Man. That's the thing is that, I, you know, I've got a jersey up there, of course, yeah. you know, because of Baker, of course. I And I lived in Ohio. I liked I liked going and seeing them. I, yeah. I love Nick Chubb. Uh, I, I, I really Chubb. do like Miles Garrett, even though I thought it was – I thought it was a, a cheap way out for him to blame uh, – to, to blame Mason Rudolph for throwing a racial slur to get it felt like a cop out to me. Yeah. Instead of just manning up and saying you should have shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Uh, We're adults here. Yeah. I mean, just just the fact that it was so long after makes it feel like it was a cop out. Yeah. Uh, so definitely. Yeah. I mean, I, I I still do like Miles Garrett, David and Joku. I really hope they can work him back into the scheme. Mm-hmm. If Kevin Stefanski can just learn to run the damn ball, uh, then they would be all right. Yeah, that's true. He's but, a great runner, but I mean, he just. 
Yeah. Yeah, Nick, because they've got Nick Chubb back there. What are you doing? You know, stop, stop run, running all these pass plays. Literally. On, especially with a quarterback that doesn't deserve to be there. Literally. But let's jump over Chicago Bears. They're at seven and a half. I like the over for that. Uh, you know, I, I really think that the Chicago Bears are start, starting to piece together just enough to make that offense really good. Yeah. Uh, you know, of course, I'm not really going to question their defense too much. Yeah, they've always been they're, they've always been good on defense. Definitely. Uh, you know, and I think Justin Fields finally found his rhythm with with the team. So I, I like I like more than seven and a half. Yeah, I, I'm kind of on the fence a little bit, but like you just mentioned, Justin Fields, Justin Fields is a great quarterback. Don't get me wrong, but I mean, there's definitely pieces of the puzzle that need to be connected. But I probably stick with you. I'm going to go with the over on that one. Adding DJ Moore and yeah, Chase Claypool, Chase Claypool yeah. I think that's a couple of good good additions over there too. Yeah. Um, but not not to mention one of the biggest things in their favor is that no more Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, that is true. no more Aaron Rodgers to, to go against in that division. So yeah. that's that's huge. That's big for them. Uh, and then we've got Dallas Cowboys at nine and a half. This is one that I feel like. I feel like they might be a little disrespected on that. I feel like there's possibly should have been up at like 11 and a half. And then I would have taken, you know, I would have, I, w- I would have had a hard time with taking the over or under on that, yeah. but I see 11 games out of, out, out of the Cowboys. I think they had a really good season last year. Uh, if they got rid of Zeke, I think that's good. Um, but I, I think, I think they're on the right track right now. And I think I see good things from the, from the Cowboys. Yeah. I mean, Zeke just still needs to go pick up his remains after the last game <laughs> from, from last season. But, um, I, I kind of, I, as much as I hurt to say, there's like, there's a coworker that I work with. Her name's Michelle. She is probably one of the biggest Dallas Cowboys fans that I know ever. Then Michelle, if you're watching this episode, you should be proud of me. I'm going with the over on this one. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's kind of the only time I'm picking it. I mean, it's it's kind of a hard one for me too because the Cowboys get so much hype in the off season. They're like the Texas A and M of the NFL. Definitely, uh, they get so much hype in the off season. And Weedem boys, we're going to go out here and and do something, but then they just can't. Uh, yeah. and, and shout out to Lucas here in the, in the chat. He says that uh, he he's hoping for a Fields breakout. I do too. I, I really like Justin Fields yeah. as a person and as a quarterback. I think he had a phenomenal end of his season. Uh, you know, and without that injury. I, I think he could have put up a lot better, bigger numbers mm-hmm. than what he did, but uh, I, I really do like Justin Fields. Yeah. Uh, he's probably I, I want to say he's my favorite Ohio State quarterback uh, in the last five, five, six five to ten years. Yeah. Uh, my favorite that I can think of. I think C.J. Stroud's right up there with him, but yeah. Justin Fields. I mean, I, I love his work ethic. I love his his mentality to the game. Mm-hmm. Let's jump onto the Denver Broncos, eight and a half. They obviously disappointed me a lot last year. I think they added good things. Of course, they brought over Samaj P. Ryan. They went after some wide receivers. Wide receivers. Um, of course, they added Marvin Mims. I'm, I'm going to like that a lot uh, coming from Oklahoma. But I, I do think that they've added enough pieces where I want to take the over with them. Yeah. But it's just really hard for me. I think I'm going to stop at eight with the Denver Broncos. Yeah. I'm kind of in the same boat. Like, you can add all these key pieces. But, like, as what everyone witnessed last year with Russell Wilson, the way he performed with Denver, he he just didn't look like – take it for granted, he didn't start from, like, the very beginning of the season with the Denver Broncos and obviously just getting switched over. But, like, he just didn't look right and he just didn't have the full 
like the full Russell Wilson that we're always used to, then scrambling out of the pocket, making those key plays out in the flats or wherever it be. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm agreeing with you, Josh. I'm going with that. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I just, I, I don't know. I just don't see more than eight. Uh, it's hard. And, and again, this is a lot of this is without seeing the schedule because again, we kind of decided to go through every team. Yeah. Uh, you know, just on, just on the on the spot of the moment, but yeah. a spur of the moment. But uh, let's go with Detroit Lions. Britain obviously wants to hit the over. <laughs> uh, I think this is the only one where they didn't give us a little bit of a, a line there with a half. But uh, on here, I'm seeing right nine. nine. Let's let's bump that up the just for sake. Five. I'm going to put it at nine and a half. Okay. Are you taking an over or under on the Detroit Lions at nine? Nine and a half. Ooh. I, I I'm I'm wanting to lean on the over. over. Yeah. Because I think the Detroit Lions got rolling a little bit at the tail end of the season. Or I mean, they started off hot on offense last year. Yeah. Their defense just couldn't piece it together. No. They started clicking and they started doing what they needed to do. And not only that, but to end the season on a win that does nothing for you, but to keep the Packers out of the playoffs. I like that a lot. And I think that their defense steps it up this year. And I think their offense is going to be just as good. Yeah. Uh, even though I do, I do think they're going to be missing DeAndre Swift a little bit. Uh, I think even though he was banged up last year, I think they are going to miss him a little bit. A little bit. So definitely. I, I want to go with like 10, 10, Man, Maybe I don't 11? know. Do you think? No, nah, I think I think I'm stopping at ten. I, I think they could hit nine. Yeah. But I'm I'm gonna bump them up to ten. I think they hit ten wins this year. I, okay. I like the Detroit Lions a lot this year, and I'm sure Britain will be happy to oh, yeah. to, to hear me kind of leaning with them on that. But well, do you do you think they hit the over as well? I think so. I mean, like you just mentioned, it's just a little itty bitty things, and at the tail end of the season where it doesn't do Jack Crawford and knocking the Green Bay Packers out of the playoff picture, that's that's definitely a big confidence booster. Like. I know it's the very last game of the season, but I mean, you look at all these guys and like they don't matter because they obviously didn't make the playoffs. But I mean, that's definitely a big boost for all these guys pushing into next season. Like we okay, we just beat the Green Bay Packers out of the playoffs, but I mean, coming to the season, we can we can do what we did last year and bring it back over to this year. Yeah, uh, let's let's jump down Green Bay Packers. We'll kind of start to roll through these a little bit, um, but Green Bay Packers, we've got seven and a half. I think. Based on the the out of division, I don't know what you want to call it, but the the, the out of out of division uh, schedule that they have lined up for them, they ought to hit the over on seven and a half. But yeah. I'm capping them out at six. I don't think Jordan Love is the guy, and I think they're going to find that out really quick. I'm kind of in the same boat, but like, I I see him stopping right at seven, just. Like, everyone's always concerned, what are we going to do now without Aaron Rodgers being behind the reins of everything? But I think Green Bay will still be okay, but it's definitely going to be a little learning curve for all the players just because they're obviously used to what Aaron what Aaron Rodgers would think of what they were going to do. But now, obviously, it's it's love time in Green Bay, and then they just got to just gotta step up and just think of what they're gonna do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I maybe they maybe they surprise us all and hit yeah. the over, and they end up winning eleven games and making it deep in the the playoffs. They, they don't they have can, they don't have the drama of Aaron Rodgers around anymore. Yeah, exactly. For all we know, they can win the Super Bowl. Yeah, uh, they they could. Uh, I'm not gonna say they will or no. they would, but Houston Texans five and a half after picking up C.J. Stroud, and I think they're gonna be making a lot more moves. They also did. An amazing job with the draft, being able to pick up 
uh, you know, multiple, multiple defensive players, but picking up Will Anderson, that's huge. huge for their defense. Huge. I really like the Houston Texans this year. Yeah. I I see them smashing the over on this. Definitely. Uh, I'm picking maybe eight or nine wins for that's them. That's what I was coming the boat. I was I was pushing nine because, like you just mentioned, they picked up some really really great picks in the draft. Then it's going to be a fun season for the Houston Texans, and I I'm going to smash the over. With they it. basically stole the pick from the Cardinals Literally. without giving up hardly anything. Exactly. Indianapolis Colts at six and a half. Uh, I'll kind of let you start off on on them with this one. Oy, oy, oy. Um. So, I'm going to be generous. I'm going to go with the over. I'm going to go seven. Okay. I'm going to be generous with it. Yeah, I, 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 that's a tough one. I think that's a perfect line for them because yeah. I can see six or seven. I'm going to lean with you. I'm going to lean seven to be generous okay. to the Colts. Uh, I used to really follow the Colts when we lived in Indiana. Right. I wasn't really necessarily a fan um, just because, I don't know, I've, I've always had a hard time picking a team and sticking with them in the NFL just because I'm a huge college fan. But um, I, I agree with you. I'm going to stick with, with seven on that. Okay. Uh, and then, of course, we get to probably the the Super Bowl favorite, uh, Kansas City Chiefs, 11 and a half. <sighs> my mom's going to be upset if I don't say the over, so I'm going to go. <laughs> I'm going to make my mom proud, and I'm going to go with the over just because every Sunday, who she always looking for is the Kansas City Chiefs. And it's always fun because, like I said, I'm a Cincinnati Bengals fan. She's a Kansas City Chiefs fan. And – this is the one time I actually at the schedule when we might actually get the opportunity to go down to Kansas City. It's on New Year's Eve in Arrowhead. Oh, Kansas you should make City. sure to make sure to invite me. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay, but um, since I uh, didn't invite, forgot me. to invite you. You yeah. can make it up and invite me. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> but I'm gonna be generous. I'm gonna. I love your mom, and I'm gonna go the over on it. Alrighty. I mean, I don't completely disagree with the over, and so I'm gonna. Just go ahead. I'm, I'm going to say I'm going to go with the over as well. Yeah. Uh, I, I wanted to take the under, but 12 out of 17, I think they can reach that. Yeah. Uh, I, I really think they can. Yeah. Uh, Los Angeles Chargers at nine and a half. A little disappointing last year. Uh, they, they weren't able to pull out what I thought they could. Yeah. Nine and a half. I think they hit 10. Okay. I was I was thinking it was like a perfect line, in my opinion. I'll, I'm going to go with the same. I'm going to go with the over. Okay, I like go it. Go 10. Yeah, yeah I, I think Justin Herbert comes back out, and I ho- I think he can stay healthy. Yeah. Uh, and you He's know, definitely I, shown a lot of good stride in prime time. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I think I think that team can, can piece together a decent, a decent uh, decent record this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next Los Angeles Rams at 7.5, I think they hit the over pretty well there. I think so. I can I can see that probably. I'm, I'm taking I'm maybe, like nine. maybe nine. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I like it. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars nine and a half. Uh, man, this is a tough one. But do you, you think they they do better than last year, uh, and, and they go over that nine and a half or under? I think they're gonna stay under. Under, honestly. okay. Like I know Trevor Lawrence, he didn't have as like always the post. I mean, not even the post, but like during the regular season, he didn't have all the success that he really wanted. Then I know obviously he was fighting some injuries a little bit. But I'm going to stick with the under on this one. Okay, well, I'm going to disagree with you on it. I'm going to go over. I think they can hit 10 or 11 this year. I really like the Jaguars. Okay. I liked what they were able to do. Even against the Chiefs, they, they really hung in there really, really true. tough. And against the Chargers in the first round last year. Yeah. Uh, so I, I like the Jags. I think they're able to do something. Yeah. Uh, Las Vegas Raiders, do you think Jimmy G going over there is going to help them any with at 7.5? you think you're going over or under? I, I'm going to go with the over. I'm gonna go. Okay. I'm gonna write. I'm gonna push nine, maybe really? eight or nine. I'm kind of in that boat. 
See, I'm going to disagree with you again. I'm going to hit the under on the Raiders. I have no faith in them at all. Yeah. I'm thinking six. Ooh. Uh, I'm just going to I'm going to lowball them a little bit. Okay. Uh, I might be wrong on them, but I just don't see enough there. Getting rid of Darren Waller was big. Uh, yeah, that's just true. I I don't know what to expect from them. So I'm just going to hit the under under. on them. Uh, Miami Dolphins, is Tua able to stay healthy long enough to give them over nine and a half? That's a a tough one because it's it's right at a breaking point, nine and a half, where you can go one way or you go the other. I'm going to go with the under. Under? Okay. I'm going to go with the under. See, I'm going to disagree again. Uh, (laughs) I'm going to go with the over. I think they're able to do enough to, to... push them over the top. I think Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill, what better duo waddle, waddle, can, can you can you name? Uh you know, I just I, I love the duo there. Yeah. I think they're I think they're able to pull out eleven wins. Okay. I, I think they're gonna be really tough. Uh, Minnesota Vikings, another team that I think is kind of one of those sneaky good teams. Is Kirk Cousins good enough to hit over or is he not uh on the eight and a half? Eight and a half <sighs> everyone always says Kirk Cousins is fantastic on paper. Then you get out into the game. It's always a flip of a switch. But I mean, I'm I'm gonna go with the over on it. I'm gonna push nine. I'm I'm hitting the over on them. I, okay. I think I think the Kirk Cousins hate needs to stop here, because Kirk Cousins is a good quarterback. He's just he just doesn't fit the role that I think people want him to, and so they kind of make up these these ideas that he's not a good quarterback. I think he's, I think he's a good quarterback yeah. and he's shown that since Michigan state days. Yeah, that's true. So I I'm hitting the over on them. Plus Justin Jefferson is an animal. How do you stop him? It's just going to be hard without out having feeling there now. Yeah, for sure. Um, new, new England, new England Patriots. Uh, are we going to take them at seven and a half? What are we, I guess I'll start off on this one. It's really tough because you don't know what, <laughs> what their quarterback situation is. Um, I think Bill Belichick gets things under a wrap. I think they push the over on this one. Okay. I'm kind of in that same boat. I just I just want to see Bill Belichick smile at this and get – I'm going to go with the over and get an eight. Well, I'm going to take the under on Bill Belichick's smiles. Well, yeah, that's but a no-brainer. But I'm going to take the over on, on the Patriots. I okay. think they can have a decent season this year. Uh, I'm thinking they make the playoffs this year. You think so? Uh, I think so. So, I mean, okay. I'm, I'm going to – they didn't they – didn't, Worked their way in last year. I think they're going to make the playoffs. Okay. Um, down to New Orleans Saints at nine and a half. I like what they've got down there. I think they are in the best situation that they have been in the past few years. I don't think Andy Dalton or Jameis Winston was the answer. Uh, they've got Derek Carr. I'm not hot on Derek Carr. I don't think he's going to be great, but he's going to be good enough to get them over the eight and uh, the nine and a half mark here. So yeah. I'm, I'm going to hit the over on them. I'm I'm kind of in the same boat than I than um. The gentleman what we have with the State of the Saints podcast, I yeah. know he would probably be really happy to hear us say the over, so I'm going to really go with the over. Yeah, on yeah TJ would love yeah, to TJ hear that. Would love so to hear that. I, I may be picking too many teams to be hitting the over on, on their win totals based on how the schedule's lined up, but I don't care. Exactly. Uh, like I said, we didn't really choose to do this until kind of spur of the moment. But yeah, New York Giants at eight and a half, I, I like the over on them. That would be pretty good. I'm uh, seeing, they, they I were, see right at nine. They were great last year. I think, I think they showed up. I think they hit ten. 10, 11 games. Yeah. Uh, I really like them a lot. Yeah. Uh, and then we're going to move on to the New York Jets at nine and a half. <sighs> I don't know. Do you think do you think Aaron Rodgers is able to make it to the playoffs and then do something with it? I think so. Like these, the first year for Aaron Rodgers, like you mentioned, first game out of the entire season, NFL 
Aaron Rodgers is getting put on the spot with the Jets. I think he's going to win the game, and I think they're going to smash the over. All right. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm seeing the over with them. I think they make the playoffs, and I think yeah. in order to make the playoffs in today's NFL, at least with, with 17 games on the schedule now, right. uh, I think you're going to have to hit 10. So I, th- I think I see them right at 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles at 10 and a half. I'm going to say that they hit 11 games this year, Definitely. Uh, possibly 12 uh, and possibly 13, because why not? I, I think they did enough to add to their team. They pick up DeAndre Swift mm-hmm. to help out in the backfield. Um, I, I don't know. Jalen Hurts is the guy, and everybody rallies around him. We saw that when it, whenever it came to contract time mm-hmm. that everybody around him was saying uh, that they wanted him to get paid. I think it was A.J. Brown that took a slight pay cut yeah. to make sure that he could he could get his money. Yeah, uh, uh, so to see that leadership, to see the, the team around him rally around him like that, exactly. uh, I'm, I'm hitting the over on them, and I think they comfortably do it. I'm in the same boat. I mean, like you just mentioned, A.J. Brown taking a pay cut, that's – that's just true respect, and just so you know for what you want to see throughout the team and looking at their lineup. But you got obviously the the other Kelsey brother, then you got Cox, yeah. and you got you got stellar lineups both on the offensive side and the defensive. Yeah, side you did lose Hargrave on the defensive side, but That's I think tough, you kept enough on the offense. Yeah, that it won't matter too much. Not only that, but your defense was stout last year. Uh, even even with some bang ups throughout the year, even, there was there was enough rotation. Even look at AJ Brown. I mean, they definitely got plenty of power. Yeah, and so uh, let's jump on to San Francisco 49ers. You said you're going to take the under on them. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, so at 11.5, I think I'm going to hit the under on them as well. Uh, I think I'm going to say under for 11.5. Uh, I'm just not sure what their quarterback situation is going to be, but they're going to be an amazing defense again. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I'm right there at 10, maybe 11 games. Okay. Um, but I'm just not sure if they're going to be able to bump themselves up over that mark okay uh, and then seattle seahawks at eight and a half i'm going with the over on it you gino smith he'll definitely prove you wrong yeah i, I like the over uh yeah gino had an amazing year last year i think i think he knows where his ceiling is and i think mm-hmm. he knows what he's capable of now yeah uh, and i think he comes out swinging this year so i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna take it the over on them okay uh pittsburgh steelers at eight and a half uh, I, I really liked the 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 duo between George Pickens and Kenny Pickett, mm-hmm. uh, I, I want to hit the over on, on the Steelers too. Okay, I'm I'm kind of in the same boat. I'm thinking I'm thinking right at nine, maybe ten to be right at that. Yeah. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Yeah, I, I like that, and I think in that division that's enough. Yeah, definitely. Uh, that's that's enough to work your way in. Mm-hmm. They were just on the on the, on the brink of the playoffs last year. Yeah. So they were so close, but now we go on to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Baker, the the the, the bake is bake show is going to be on. I'm going to hit the over on them big time. I think, I, I do think that Baker has had a tough rap in the NFL. Uh, yeah. I, I don't think he performed the way that he should have with all the hype coming out of college. And I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to be such uh, you know, a, a Homer on him that I, I'm just going to be so biased to say that he's just, he's a phenomenal quarterback and that he had no chance, but I don't think he was given a fair chance. Yeah. Uh, I think he had a mediocre team at, with, with the Browns that kept on kind of declining and, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of blame got pushed on him where they yeah. shouldn't have. I like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to hit over six and a half. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, even look at what um, Baker Mayfield did for last year 
coming fresh out of the gate, then performing the way that he did. He, yeah. he showed up unbelievable. And think of how fast he had to learn the playbook and study offensive and all their different things that they had to figure out. I mean, I'm, I'm definitely smashing the over. It's Baker time. I like it. Um, let's jump on. We've got Tennessee Titans at 7.5. Do you think the Titans are able to get over the mark of 7.5? I think so. I mean, they're obviously King Henry, like everyone always talks about, the running game. But I'm barely going to go with I'm going to go with 8. Maybe 9. And that's being pretty good with filling with me. Yeah, yeah I like it. Uh it's tough to hit the under. Like you said, they've, they've still got Derrick Henry as of right now. I know he was exploring a trade, yeah. but I haven't seen any new news on that. So yeah. as of right now, I think I'm, I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to hit the over, okay. uh, maybe just a slight over if Derrick stays there. Yeah. I think they, they break that over a little more. Yeah. Um, Washington Commanders at 7.5. I really think with them putting their, their faith in Sam Howell this year, I think – the commanders hit over seven and a half and I, I that's kind of expecting their defense to step up and for chase young to have a good year yeah. um but i'm, I'm gonna take an, an over on them i'm kind of in the same boat then obviously everyone remembers last year washington pulling off the biggest upset of the entire year beating philly giving them that first l of the year then i'm i'm sticking with the over on that one as well all right yeah i like it uh it's it's just it, it, again another another tough one. I think all of these, like I said, I think they're right there, where it makes you really think. Yeah, definitely. Uh, there's there's not too many of them that I felt really comfortable taking one way or the other. But mm-hmm. really excited to get back into football season, being able to being able to watch the NFL. But right now it's a great time of the season because we've got NHL playoffs and mm-hmm. NBA playoffs. Let's start off with the NHL playoffs. Uh, let's let's back it up just a little bit because a little bit of a heartbreak. Uh, we were we were rooting for the Devils uh, just a little bit. I'm a, I'm a little happy that the Canes passed because I had a future on them. But I I, I after seeing what the Devils were able to do uh, against the Rangers, of course I'm going to root for them to to keep on going at least to put up a good fight. Yeah. But it just didn't seem like they had enough fight in them. Not only that, but it was it was disappointing to watch a Kier Schmid. We're huge Kier Schmid fans. We're Sioux City Musketeer fans. We uh, right here in the area, yep. uh, and so you know we we were cheering for him and and rooting him on. And he did have a phenomenal game uh, against the Canes. It was just a heartbreaking loss, three to two in overtime. Yeah, I mean, you can only do so much for being a rookie, and he for being his rookie season with postseason. I mean, you can't really complain of what he put up for numbers. I mean, he literally got called up, of course, um, for what he was able to put on in the playoffs. He put on an absolute clinic for when he was in the pipes. Yeah, he let in some some goals and some high-scoring games, but, I mean, you're not going to be perfect in any way, shape, or form. Like, Akira Schmidt, we're really proud of you back here in Sioux City, and then we want to keep, keep you. We want to see you stay in New Jersey and then still, instead of going back down to Utica. But, I mean, um, going back to the game, obviously, the – there was a lot of chances that it could have been a goal for both sides of the Canes and the Devils. There was so many empty nets that could have been simple tap-ins or just little itty-bitty things that that could have went in, but they didn't. Then penalties, Penalty-wise, there should have been some more penalties, in my opinion, that from when I was watching the game, there there was some hits that were kind of late. Then, But, I mean, obviously, I'm sitting in a chair instead of being in – black and white stripes and on skates but yeah i mean i don't know i just i felt like 
there were so many opportunities for the Devils, like you said, to have scored and been able to, to win that game, yeah. especially there in overtime. It really felt oh, man. like they were. But I thought it was a crazy stat that they pulled up. Uh, they were talking about how this year's Devils team was the second worst in overtimes mm-hmm. where the – the Hurricanes Canes. were the second best. Yeah. So it was the second best against the second worst. I thought that was a lot of fun. Uh, and I thought, man, how great would that to have been to flip the script Definitely. and the Devils to have won in overtime. And they had the better attack. Oh, 100%. But the defense didn't really didn't get back uh, in time. Yeah. And it seemed like Kirschmid just had to stop too much. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it was, it was a heartbreak there. But congratulations to the Hurricanes being able to win that 4-1 to one in the second round. Yeah. That is incredibly hard. Oh, absolutely. Uh, another game that happened last night was the Dallas Stars taking the lead 3-2 to two against the Kraken. You and Blake told me that this would happen, uh, and I wasn't counting out that the Stars could win another game, but I've still got that glimmer of hope for the Kraken. I don't think that they, they showed up yesterday. Yeah, they didn't look – like, they looked to me a little bit sluggish. Like, they put on plenty of shots, and then I don't remember the exact total for shots from last night, but they just seemed like they were a little flat-footed and, like – there was just one little piece of the puzzle that was. It just seemed like something was missing, but I mean, we obviously got next game coming up. When to, is it tomorrow? I think it should be tomorrow night. I yeah. believe. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it's going to be a lot of fun. I thought another thing too is that you know we've been talking about uh, Gord a little bit in, in these playoffs, and I think he's been phenomenal. Yeah. And he was just really quiet yesterday. Yeah, he was. Just- uh, so I, I really expected to see more from him. I think he steps up. Pavelski had a really good game. He had a yeah. goal and an, an assist. Uh, and then uh, Rupe Heinz, uh, he had two, sc- two, two scores. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, just really phenomenal game by the Stars. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and even when the Kraken were attacking, uh, you saw – Jake uh, Ottinger just really step up and have a phenomenal game at goal, Definitely. making in, incredible saves, and in his defense stepping in front of a lot of the pucks too. That's um, and that's that's really what you need. That's key. I mean, obviously, for a goalie standpoint, having your defenseman block shots, then that's huge for a goalie just because it makes his job easier. I mean, that's one a big thing that goalies do love is seeing your defenseman block shots, and even your forwards, of course. Yeah, uh, and then I guess backing up, I don't know if, if we had the chance to talk about this one yet, but the Panthers, uh, Maple Leafs, the, the Leafs did hang on to be able to push this one into a game uh, five. So, you know, it's 3-1 right now. You think the Panthers are still in the driver's seat, able to win this one pretty easily? I I think so. I mean, obviously it didn't go the way as planned for everyone in Florida, but, I mean, the Leafs are still hanging by one single dangle on the tree. But, I mean, I think with how Florida attacked in the first three games, then even looking at uh, the previous game that they just got done with, I seriously think that Florida's going to come out with vengeance and they're going to pull this off in game six. I mean, yeah. game five. Yeah, I, I think so. I think they're able to, to come out in this, this next game and really fire off. Definitely. Um, so tomorrow night we'll have that uh, Stars cracking game. And then on Sunday we'll have – uh, the game five of the Maple Leafs uh, Panthers. Uh, that one will be the first game on, and then the Golden Knights Oilers. Uh, so that series tied at two to two. This is coming down to it, where you know we're, we've we've all been kind of split on this. Like I said, I think game seven goes to the Oilers. Game six would go to the Golden Knights. Yeah. I think you were kind of reversed on me last time we talked. Um, who do you think ends up ends up pulling pulling ahead and being able to, to win this series? I'm still picking the Golden Knights with it. Okay. Um, like they've been playing 
phenomenal hockey has nothing against Edmonton. They've been also playing lights out, but you get that moment to where Connor McDavid, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, and um, them just get flat footed. Then it's almost just like Edmonton almost kind of shuts down a little bit. Like there's times where Edmonton looks up to them in these kind of series to where they want to see their key players just sitting down the flats or just sitting down on the goal line, just waiting for one little pass, then make a fancy move, then hopefully it goes in the back of the net. But I think, honestly, I think Vegas is going to take this in six. Yeah, I, I like that too. And I, I think I think Vegas is tough enough to where they can power through too. Definitely. And Jack Eichel has been having a, been a, having a phenomenal a series. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really like him a lot. I like the Golden Knights. Uh, and, and I think I've liked them for quite some time now too. I think... You know, I've been talking about them all the way leading up through where it kind of looked like they might they might make it into the playoffs, but that's about it. Yeah. But they ended up working themselves into a really good seating uh, and, and doing phenomenal. Uh, and they've done great so far. But I still I still do like the Golden Knights. But like I said, if it goes into a game seven, I'm probably switching my pick over to the Oilers to pull it yeah. off. But uh, it, it really has been a really fun NHL playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's also been a fun NBA playoffs. But before we get to that, I want to mention another sponsor of ours, and we're also powered by Mahler Bros Golf. Mahler Bros Golf is the best place to get your golf apparel. Uh, I'm actually wearing some one of my golf polos today because uh, Britton and I went and hit the links. Uh, we were out there, both of us wearing some of our, our Mahler Bros Golf polos on the course and they really are some of the most comfortable golf polos you can wear when going golfing. Not only that, but if you're not a if you're not a golfer, uh, like take a look at this one. Uh, it's just this one's kind of more subtle design. This one is more of a golf design because it's got a little bit of a golf pattern on the sleeves and on the on the collar. But there are some like this that they just look nice. They're nice polos to wear to whatever event you need to go to. So go check them out. MahlerBros.com. That's M-A-H-L-E-R-B-R-O-S.com. And use code RISING2 for 10% off just because we care about our listeners. So again, that's MahlerBros.com. There's more than just polos on there. We've got tumblers. Uh, we've got some can coolers and uh, all kinds of things. You know, we've got some too. hats, T-shirts, yes, Uh and the more you buy, the more we add to the to the the, the store too. So yep. go check us out, MahlerBros.com. That's M-A-H-L-E-R Bros.com, and use code Rising T-O for ten percent off just for being our listener. But let's get into the NBA playoffs. Uh, it's been a lot of fun, uh, and again, I, I think we, we've talked about this <clears throat> pretty much all season long. But the NBA and the NHL both being so deep, we're seeing this a lot here in the NBA. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the second round has been really fun. Um, we'll we'll kind of start off. Uh, let's let's back it up to I guess it would have been Wednesday night because we didn't get to talk about those games. The Knicks were able to pull away and push this into a game six against the Heat. Uh, so the Heat still lead three to two. Do you think the Heat are able to pull off? Uh, I think it's tonight that they play. So do you think the Heat are able to pull it off and? Uh, really come away with this and, and just seal the deal right here? I think so. The Miami Heat want to definitely come out with vengeance, and they wanted to end it, of course, the last game. But, I mean, um, the New York Knicks definitely showed up and shut them up, in my opinion. Um, obviously, Jimmy Buckets, Jimmy Butler, he wants to get the ball in his hand at any moment that he can, just put up numbers and have a double-double or even a triple-double if he really wants to. Yeah. But, I mean, um I think Miami can. De- I I want to say Miami's going to pull it off tonight. In my honest opinion. Yeah, I, I 
I think they'll pull it off tonight as well. I think they still have this in hand. I think they are the better team. Yeah. If the if the Knicks come out of this series and they end up coming back, I think that's a disappointment to NBA fans yeah. or to basketball fans. I don't think it's gonna get too far of a spread for it might at the beginning of the game, but I feel like coming down to halftime, then finally getting towards crunch time at the end of the game, I feel like Miami I think Miami's going to pull it together at the, the tail end of the game. They're going to win it. Yeah, I think we have to to give a shout-out to Jalen Brunson. Absolutely dog uh, coming away with ooh, ooh. 38 points and 9 rebounds and 7 assists. Ooh. An amazing stat line. Jimmy Butler was only able to put up 19 points, even though he had 7 rebounds, 9 assists. Not the kind of stat line that we've seen from Jimmy Buckets yeah. to be able to win. Uh, you know, And against a pretty a pretty tough pretty defensive tough. team. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think the Knicks have a good defense, but Jumping over to the other game that is now being pushed to a game six, do we think the Warriors have what it takes to come come back and, and win this series? They're I, down three to two right now. I think so, honestly. Like everyone was kind of shocked at first when LA went went right up at for oh, excuse me. Because it was Lakers won the first one, then Golden State won the second mm-hmm. one, correct? I think and so. That's how it's kind of been back and forth a little bit. A, a like, little bit, for, yeah, because then the LA was LA. able to win two in a row, push yeah. it to 3-1, and then now 3-2. I think I think Golden State is going to honestly and do the same thing. I think they're going to win the next two. And coming down to Game 7, in my opinion, I think Golden State's going to pull it off. Like You look at it, the little itty-bitty things that Golden State did to kind of beat LeBron James and Anthony Davis, like a little pick and roll. Like when Golden State was really hot, they were doing that little pick and roll that they were getting down in the paint. Then they were putting numbers on the board. Yeah, it's not a three ball, but I mean, still, any points, a point in the NBA. Yeah, yeah. And I think what the Lakers, or uh, excuse me, I think what the Warriors have to do is much of what they did. I think Steph can keep on doing his thing, but I think you've got the other players around him. Mm-hmm. You have to dive to the basket yeah. and make them make them fear you going to the paint yeah. because that's the the higher percentage shot. So you have to start making buckets in there. You have to really push them inside to be able to kick it out yeah. uh, and, and making smarter decisions. I think they played really smart. Uh, they came away with that one and, and won big yeah, against definitely. the Lakers. But I do agree with you. I think I think if Golden State wins tonight, I'm, I'm, I think I have a very easy time saying, that they win the series in seven because I think yeah. game seven would be back at Golden State. That's what I was just going to ask you. Where Ten, yeah, tonight is at L.A., so it's at at the Lakers. Uh, and so, personally, I, I've been leaning Golden State this whole time, but I kind of think tonight is, is the night where LeBron and AD step up and they just seal the deal. Yeah. Uh, and it pains me to say that because I don't want to see the Lakers move on. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to move on and just pretend like this matchup doesn't even have anything to do with it. And we're going to go to, uh, let's see, I guess we already talked about the the Denver Denver Nuggets, I believe. Uh, We already talked about them pulling it off. So I guess that pretty much wraps up our our NBA slate. Uh, I guess Philly Philly Celtics. Did we talk that one already? Uh, No, we did not. Okay. Yeah. So we've got to jump over to Philly Celtics. Celtics pull off a f- surprising win the other night. Uh, they they pulled it off and been been able to score. Let's see, that was last night. Yeah. Uh, so they were able to to pull it off and win to shove this to a game seven. Uh, it's going to be a really fun game seven. But to see Jason Tatum step up and the clutch moment. He had mm-hmm. a bad game, uh, but lucky lucky for him, 
the Sixers just their offense was atrocious. Yeah, they, uh, I took the over on that game because I thought two. I think I hit it at two twelve and a half. Yeah, and I thought that was kind of disrespectful. Of course, these teams can hit more than that, and they didn't even get close. Did you feel violated uh, when you picked the over? I I, I sure did. Uh, <laughs> when when they didn't hit that over, I felt like they had touched me in my no no square, but. <laughs> Marcus Smart had a really good game. Uh, you know, we can talk about uh, Jason Tatum and you know, and and talking about the rest of of the squad. But Marcus Smart really stepped up, and he was more than just a, a defensive player. Mm-hmm. Uh, he really stepped up. Even Jalen Brown, uh, you know, just J- Jalen Brown just didn't have that game that you really expect from them to be able to pull out and and to keep this this series alive. Yeah. But now they shove it back into their favor, uh, and they're going to be back at home i believe for this this game seven okay uh so do you think the celtics win it at home i think i think blake was kind of leaning celtics if they're able to pull it back home i think so but obviously it's hard to stop the beard wonder and um joel Embiid. but i mean i think boston can pull it off at home i i was kind of on the fence like i i like boston to begin with then watching the series break down a little bit i was really kind of starting to lead towards the philly side of it but but the way Boston's been definitely fighting back, I, I'm going back to my original statement. I'm going, I'm going to see Boston with it. Okay, yeah. I mean, I think I'm still going to stick with Philly. I think I'm still going to ride out, ride it out with Philly. I think it's going to be really tough for them to do this on the road. Yeah. Because uh, I, I believe, like it's I said, I, I believe it is in Boston. So I think it's going to be really tough to do this on the road. But you have to start to trust Embiid when you can't hit anything outside. James Harden couldn't do anything. Uh, and that's the other thing, too, is that James Harden had a, a pretty bad game overall. I think their offense did as a whole, but, uh, you know, I, I think you have to trust Joel Embiid. He had 26 points, 10 rebounds, and even three blocks. He played phenomenal defensive ball. Yeah. But I think you have to trust your MVP. So if they are able to do that and James Harden does what he's been doing and, and completes the pattern and he's able to come out and have a good game at bouncing back from his last game. I think that Philly still has this series uh, under wrap. Uh, okay. And so I'm, I'm still going to stick with Philly. It wouldn't surprise me one bit to see Boston win, but I'm going to pick pick Philly as my winner for this, this series okay. in game seven. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I think that's pretty much it for the NBA playoffs though. Yeah. But again, I think this has been... When you get game six, game seven, uh, out of every one of these these matchups, what more can you ask for? Uh, yeah, I mean it's it's really fun, and the Nuggets being able to, to cruise past the Suns yeah. the way that they did. Uh, so I mean, yeah, it's, it really has been a really fun NBA playoffs. Been really deep in the NBA this year too. Definitely, it's not just a simple four game sweep or anything. It's definitely been fun watching one team win two games, the other team win three games, and. The other team win one game to force it to a game seven or, or whatever the situation be. It's definitely been fun this year. Yeah, yeah, pushing that to where, where we see more games has been a lot of fun. But let's jump on. Again, like I said, we love college football on this podcast. Yes. And so if you love college football, this is the place to go. Uh, this is absolutely the, the, the podcast for you because uh, we are going to be talking college football until season comes. And whenever season comes, we're going to have a lot more content and a lot more to say about the college football season. Uh, I just have to pull pull up the text messages from Britain and Blake because they weren't able to hop on with us. Uh, I was still asking them to kind of give me their two early college football predictions for conference winners. Uh, and I want to dive more 
into each conference uh, when we have everybody on the show. Uh, but let's go ahead and start off with ACC. Jeremy, I'll start off with you. Who is your ACC conference champion for the 2023-2024 college football season? Oh, boy. I'm going to go. I'm gonna stick with my gut. I'm going to go with Clemson on this. For looking what they've done, obviously, last year and even with previous years, they've had a heck of a year. Then Clemson, obviously, their fan base is truly unbelievable. Then my gut's still sticking with Clemson. I was kind of back and forth a little bit between them and um, uh, Florida State, but my gut still sticks with Clemson. Yeah, I think everybody was <laughs> where we we split it between Clemson and Florida State. Yeah, I think another team that we're all kind of counting out though that comes to mind is North Carolina. Yeah, that's that's another team that I was kind of on the fence with. Yeah, I, I, I like North Carolina. I don't think they win it. I think they had a lot of work to do on the defensive side. Yeah, but. I'm going Florida State because I see that what Florida State was able to do, and they had a really good year. They did, uh, you know, and and doing what they did with with they proved a lot of people wrong. Yeah, yeah, with with what they had to work with, and I think they their defense was strong. They they closed out the the year, uh, and personally, I, I was really happy to see Oklahoma perform against them in the bowl game the way that they did. Yeah, because. I, I thought that that was going to be a game where Florida State takes that easily, but uh, Florida State still a really good team. I think they have a lot to look forward to, uh, and I think they're a team that could, if they win the ACC, I think they're in the college football playoff this year. Oh, definitely. And, and I think I think they are one of the toughest teams. Uh, as of right now, I don't see why not to lean towards Florida State, but Britain also picked Clemson. Okay. Not a bad pick at all. After them picking up Garrett Riley as an offensive coordinator, mm-hmm. I think that's really good addition to help that offense boost. Not only that, but they don't have to deal with the quarterback drama uh, with DJ Uyunglele. So, yep. uh, you know, just seeing DJU out of there finally. Uh, and then Blake also picked Florida State, so we've got a split okay. uh, half and half. So, you know, and we have a black guy on both sides of the aisle, too. So it's all good. Um, But (laughs) I probably shouldn't have said that live, but we're just going to keep on rolling with it. But let's jump on to the SEC. I guess let's go ahead and start with with who uh, Blake had. I'll I'll put him up first. Blake had Georgia. He's going to go with the easy pick and go with Georgia and the SEC. Uh, I like that pick. I don't think it's a bad pick at all. Um, Britain had Bama. Uh, as the SEC champion, which I think is a little surprising when you see their quarterback room isn't too tough. Uh, you know, it just kind of seems like one of those questionable years for their quarterback room. They they had a lot of guys going to the draft. They're losing Will Anderson. What's what's going to come about them? I don't I don't think you ever count them out with Nick Saban at at at, uh, at the head of that program. Right. But personally, I'm not taking Alabama. Okay. Uh, I'm actually going to go with LSU as my favorite for the SEC this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they did far better than I expected. They, I think they exceeded my expectations last year. I think Brian Kelly had an amazing first year, uh, and I'm really happy for him. I'm, I'm really happy that he was able to pull that out. Uh, so I'm, I'm going with LSU. Who do you got in the SEC? I originally had LSU, but if I had to flip the script, I'm going with good old Rocky Top Tennessee. Ooh. Um, they definitely... They had a six and two year last year. Then they were definitely hanging in there. Then I think they can. I think they can run it back and do it again this year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they they, they played phenomenal. Yeah, uh, beating Alabama at home. That was a huge hype for their season. Definitely. Like you said, only only having a two loss season last year. Yeah. Uh, so what were they? Eleven and two 11 at the end two. of the season. Yep. So I mean, just great. Uh, you know, and and I I do have 
a lot of faith in Josh Heupel and what he's doing there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, yeah, they lose uh, they lose Hyatt there at, at wide receiver, and of course they lose Hendon Hooker. Hooker. Yeah. Um, but I, I think they're able to to piece things together just fine on offense. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's their defense that I have a little bit of questions for because they were just inconsistent. Yeah. Uh, if they can if they can really tighten that up, but I don't blame the defense all that much. I think they played well yeah. for having that kind of an offense on the other side of the ball. But I, I like that a lot. Yeah. Uh, I, I would love to root for Tennessee over there in the SEC this year, but uh, I, I just don't know if they're able to, to squeeze past Georgia as just too much it's of a juggernaut. But uh, and I, I was surprised that you didn't pick Georgia too. I was I was on the fence between Georgia, Tennessee, and LSU. Then obviously I loved LSU just coming from where Joe Burr came from. Mm-hmm. Then looking at the Bayou, and then um, Georgia, everyone's favorite's Georgia. Then, who, who, who? Yeah, exactly. Go with them dogs. Who doesn't love them dogs, baby? Who, who got but, them dog in them? I'm gonna go with a good old Rocky Top. But you're, you're saying I can, I can sing it better than Pat McAfee, but <laughs> I'm I'm not gonna sing it just because I don't want I don't have an album out Dang yet. It. I'm sorry, but I'm if sorry, we get guys. enough, I'll thought... tell you what. If we get enough likes, I will sing good old Rocky Top. <laughs> go ahead. If we hit, how many likes are we gonna go with? I don't know. I don't know what we've been hitting. At, at I likes. wish we had a randomizer. All right. So if like. if we hit 50 likes, he has to sing Rocky Top. I'll oh. do it. So 50 likes, that's what we're shooting for. So hit that like button. Yep. Uh, 50 likes, and we have to listen to Jeremy sing Rocky Top on opening day. <clears throat> so it's going to be on, on college football opening day. Jeremy's going to sing Rocky Top for us. Yes, sir. As a little anthem to kick off the season. Yes, sir. All right, let's jump in. Let's see, we had the ACC and the SEC. Uh, let's jump on over to the Pac-12. Ooh. Who do you have as the Pac-12 winner the conference champion i'm going with the quack quack country i'm going with quack, oregon quack. all I'm right going with oregon on this one that's outside go. of having a million different outfits but i mean oregon they definitely had a good bowl game then they um they definitely had a seven and two record in their conference then um overall finishing out at 10 and three for last year they definitely showed a lot of stride in their performance from previous years, and they they really haven't had a horrible year. Don't get me wrong, but I mean, I'm sticking with I'm sticking with the old quack quack country. I'm going with Oregon. Okay, yeah, I mean, I like that. I think I think they're going to have a really good season, uh, and I, I think they're going to be a favorite. Yeah, because they they had a really good season last year. They really showed up and and played really well ever since that you know that first loss against Georgia yeah. where they got slaughtered. Um, but we try to ignore that. Yeah, but they they still ended their season really well. They were yeah. really close to being able to come, being able to come away with the last year, but then you know and and let's let's first bring up what who Blake and Britain both have Oregon as well yeah uh, I, I think they're going they're going to be that team that's going to be in the mix I think USC is another team that everyone's going to want to pick what about Utah do I'm, you think they make appearance? I think Utah could I, I think they're another one that I think they're obviously going to be a favorite I think right. they've got three in a row yeah uh, so I think they're going to be a favorite but I'm going to go with the Washington Huskies Really, I really like the Washington Huskies. Uh, okay. I think I think Penix Jr. He's got an arm. I love watching the lefties play. Uh, as a couple of lefties on the podcast, yeah, uh, yeah, I love watching the lefties sling the ball out there. He is. I liked him ever since he was over at IU. 
Yeah, I, I watched him there, and I just thought he was just out of place. That wasn't the place for him, and I'm so glad he made the, the transition over the Pac-12 where I think he's against good enough competition where he can show his ability to sling the ball around, and he's just elusive enough to really roll out of the pocket and create, you know, extend the plays. Um, but I really like the Washington Huskies. I think okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick them as my Pac-12 winners. Okay. But – Let's go over uh, to the Big Ten. Who is your Big Ten champion? Are you going with the good old Buckeyes? Are you going with Michigan? I'm going with Michigan. Or are you going to go with Illinois? I'm going to go with I'm going to go. With, I'm going <laughs> to go. I'm going to go blue. I'm Iowa. going Michigan. You're going blue. I'm going right. blue. Yeah, I, I like it. I, I think looking at the Big Ten this year and seeing what they've they're putting together, uh, I'm not really seeing any, any big surprises in the Big Ten this year. Uh, it's tough because I want to go Ohio State. I think they're good enough to do it, but seeing what Michigan brings back, J.J. Yeah. McCarthy had mm-hmm. a phenomenal season, and he really showed up when they needed him the most. Yes, uh, Blake Corum coming back. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just seeing who they have return and seeing the team that they were last year, I think – I think they didn't play up to their potential in that college football playoff game, and I think it was there was a few coaching errors as well that really could have saved that game for them. Um, but no, I totally agree with you. I like Michigan a lot, uh, and so that's actually going to be really embarrassing if they don't win this year because that's a full sweep. Everybody picked Michigan. Really? So you picked Michigan. I picked Michigan. Wow. Blake and Britton both picked Michigan for uh, for the Big Ten. Okay. So let's go ahead and wrap it up with. The Big 12. Of course, last season for Oklahoma and Texas, I, I would Bro. love to see Oklahoma win it. I've stated this on the podcast this, already. I'm not hot on Oklahoma. Uh, I really don't think they're going to have a good season. I really hope they prove me wrong. I love Brent Venables. I want him to be the guy. I just don't think he's got it. Not this year. Uh, and I don't think this year is where we put him on the chopping block. I think he his seat gets a little warm right. because you're in Oklahoma. Um, but who do you have as the Big 12 champion in college football this year? I was really back and forth between this one, but I I went with K-State on this one. Okay. I mean, obviously. K-State, okay. Yeah, you switched with, it up from I what we were Kansas talking State. about pre-show. Pre yeah. Like, I was really, really tempted. I was obviously back and forth between TCU, then K-State. I mean, TCU had a heck of a year last year, then going 9-0, and then it – it was just really hard to choose between this one just because K-State really showed up a lot of people that they thought they were going to get steamrolled on. Then they actually obviously came out with a W in that situation, but I'm going to go with K-State on this one. I like that pick. Uh, they lost a lot, so I mean, I, I, I would have a hard time picking them, but that would that could definitely be one of those kind of dark horse uh, picks for yeah. sure. I like that uh, and kind of going gutsy and switching it up too. Yeah. But, you know, because originally I know you were saying TCU is what you, you, you were kind of leaning towards. And yeah. Sonny Dykes, I know he loses a lot, but he's a phenomenal coach coming out and what he doing what he did exactly. in that first season. Um, Britton and Blake both chose Texas, uh, and I will forever hate them for that. <laughs> uh, I also, I just, I don't have a whole lot of, a whole lot of high expectations for Texas. I think they could make it to the Big 12 championship game. Yeah. I really do. I think they could. I think they were really good last year. They just had some injury bugs and things of that sort. And I do think Quinn Ewers being kind of on that, that uh, you know, 
not really hot seat, but he's going to have a lot of competition with Archie Manning stepping in and, and fighting with him. Uh, I, I think that's a good pick. Um, but I'm going to go an underdog that I don't think many people would see coming just because I see a lot of potential out of this team. I think Joey McGuire had a really good first season with Texas Tech. And I think he comes out, I have a gut feeling that he surprises everybody and wins the Big 12, the Texas Tech Red Raiders. Uh, I, I, wow. don't, I don't know why... I don't know why I'm leaning so hard with them, but I don't see anybody that gives me the kind of promise that I, you know, coming through and seeing what they're able to put together from last year into this year. Right. They, they're not losing a lot. Uh, and I think Joey McGuire has been able to put just enough around that team and using NIL to his, to his advantage. His ability, yeah. uh, so, I mean, just seeing what he's able to do there last year, uh, I really do th- like the, the Red Raiders. Uh, so I'm picking Texas Tech for Big 12 champs. Man, you really flipped things up. Yeah, Holy I mean, it's, it's, it's one that I think it's going to be one of those dark horse picks, but I like Texas Tech uh, yeah. for, for the Big 12. And we have to remember, too, I think, uh, seeing the Big 12 this year, they're going to have BYU, Houston, Cincinnati, and UCF all added into the conference for football this year. Uh, and this, again, this will be the last season for Oklahoma and Texas. So I would love to see an Oklahoma-Texas uh, oh, Big 12 man. championship game and fun. Oklahoma just slaughter them like 59-0. to zero. Um, But uh, just because I hate Texas that much, obviously. But... Let's go ahead and jump over to some college softball. Uh, it's getting into a lot of tournament play right now. We're seeing a lot of different uh, teams kind of go into the tournament. Mm-hmm. We saw Ohio State lose to Minnesota yesterday. Uh, that was kind of a little bit of a, a not not really a shocker, um, but I, I think it was an upset uh, that in the Big Ten over there. Yeah. Um, that that's definitely a fun one. But main reason being, and of course, like I said in the intro, let's hear it. Is that we're, we've got to bring up my team because we talked about how they reached the forty-one game win streak and that was a phenomenal win streak to reach but they tied their own record from last season at 41 games and we you know a lot of people thought that they were going to let us down and not reach the 42 not only did they reach 42 games and break that winning streak to 42 games straight which is just unbelievable but they did it in a fashion that was unlikely. They beat Iowa State in the Big 12 championship. Uh, I guess not the championship, but the uh, Big 12 tournament here. They beat Iowa State 9-0 nine nine to zero in five innings. Hmm. Ending it two innings early in a run hmm. rule. I mean, just crazy. Wow. Uh, and, and this is an Iowa team, or an Iowa State team, that beat Baylor, who was the only team on Oklahoma's entire schedule this year to have beaten Oklahoma. Yeah. And so a tough Baylor team. Definitely. Uh, of course, they weren't so tough the second time around when they had to <laughs> face uh, Oklahoma in Big 12 play yeah. and get swept in the series. So suck it, Bears. But, I mean, for, for Oklahoma to have pulled this off and to, to not just win, but to come out after, you know, really chomping at the bit, I'm sure, mm-hmm. having to watch the rest of these teams play yesterday, and they had that first round bye. Yeah. But now we're seeing a possibility, depending on who wins, uh, and that game's going on right now, I think, between Texas and Kansas, we could see a Red River uh, showdown uh, in the Big 12 championship game. That would definitely be fun to see a Red River showdown. But, I mean, first things first, obviously, congratulations to Oklahoma softball. Thank you. Then. Thank you. I know. I, I, I had to warm <laughs> your heart outside of you are hearing their monstrous victory and their amazing accomplishment. It's one thing to win – 
X amount of games back to back, but do it that many times. 42. 42. Holy cow. I mean, it's definitely something that you can't take for granted, and you just got to soak it in and just let all the excitement get out just because as much as you want to celebrate, you just got to get your mind right and just focus on to the next game. Then It's definitely just mesmerizing to see um, the softball team, nothing against Oklahoma, of course, but just to have an amazing record like this just in the softball world in general. Like, it's just – it's so hard to obviously just win single games, yet alone put on forty-two in a row. Holy cow! Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's it was. I, I was able to watch that game today too, and seeing how they performed, it, it's it's just crazy. Because what and, and and you know, shout out to Iowa State because first of all, you made it this far. You were able to beat Baylor, which was a really tough task. Um, but it sucks when you lose a game and you play bad. Because you look back and you say, man, I could have done that better. Yeah. I could have done that better. But a little itty-bitty things. It sucks even worse when you lose a game playing Play good. good. Yeah. Because you look back and you just say, like... What happened? I, I don't know what I could have done better. Yeah, there were some some errors, some things that they could have cleaned up, but Iowa State played really good today. Mm-hmm. And just it was just Oklahoma's dominance uh, that, that pulled ahead in that. And just phenomenal. Um, yeah. But kind of looking at... College college softball right now. Do you think Oklahoma does a a, a, a three peat uh, and they end up pulling it off, or do you kind of look at at the rest of the the field and think that maybe somebody else is able to kind of sneak in there and and do something fun? I'd have to look at the rest of the field just because obviously I don't I don't know what the rest of the field looks like, but um, a part of me wants to see a three peat with Oklahoma. I definitely want to see a three peat. Well, we knew your yeah. answer. Like if you <laughs> but, if you pick the opposite, I would have to rush you to the hospital after this episode because <laughs> something's seriously wrong. I, I mean the fact that Oklahoma now I think forty nine and one. Uh I, I, I think it's gonna be really tough to pick against them. Yeah, definitely. Uh, they just the way that they've played all season long and even a couple of games like in, in the Oklahoma State series where they were really close to, to losing and just come away with, you know, the the girls that they have at bat being able to hit dingers and just know that they can swing hard. Uh, and and that's that's what Patty Gasso has them doing. And mm-hmm. uh, I thought it was a really funny moment on the broadcast, too, because they asked they 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 asked Patty Gasso about like how they're able to do this, because she, she mentioned how Oklahoma, you know, they've, they've started off a few few years back. It's been a while now, right. um, probably seven years, because I think they've won five out of the last nine really? national championships. Wow. Uh, so, you know, to, for it's been a while since they've been an, an, under, an underdog, but back when they were an underdog it was easy for that team to really show up and play as the underdog but how are, how they're able to play now and she said you know like now they've, they've got the biggest target on their backs because everybody wants to take down Oklahoma everybody wants to take their place um, and she just said that they know what they're capable of and they're unwilling to, to do any anything less and uh, you know the the commentator kind of teased back at her and said well yeah and I think you're you're unwilling to see anything less as well and she <laughs> said well you're not wrong there oh, <laughs> you know and it's just it's funny because I think Patty Gasso is so competitive that she oh, yeah. instills that in, in the girls that she's coaching yeah. uh, and I, I really do love to see her at, at head coach um, but really I think Florida State still looks really tough right now I think UCLA is another tough team to look at uh, I'm really excited for for these these 
uh, conference tournaments to be over. And I think on Sunday is when we'll see the selection. So we'll have to break down that bracket and see okay. who who we think is going to be able to pull out ahead. And I think Oklahoma is going to be the favorite by far. That'll be a fun um, episode for Monday. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be a, a lot of fun to kind of break down that, that softball bracket. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, I think we've said this every time, if you haven't watched college softball, uh, it's absolutely a... a, a, a sport that you need to at least give a try because it's so fun to watch how much passion goes into these these games it's nuts uh yeah i mean and and to constantly hear the dugout with all their fun chants and stuff like that it's it's so fun uh and a shout out to to auburn softball as well they've been playing really well too i think they're still alive in sec play yep uh the last i checked so uh it's gonna be a lot of fun to see these this selection come out on sunday we're definitely gonna have to talk about them a little bit more absolutely but that's pretty much all we have for today. We want to thank everybody so much for watching, for listening. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button, hit that like button, comment down below, help us beat the algorithms. We're trying to grow. Uh, we've, we've reached numbers that we didn't imagine reaching this fast, but it's a huge thanks to you guys. So go ahead, hit that like button, hit that comment uh, button, and, and, and just comment down below. Helps us in the algorithms, helps, helps us keep on growing we love um, hearing you guys yeah absolutely uh, and go ahead and follow us on social media all, all the social media platforms uh, you can find us all over there and if you're listening make sure to give us a five star review we definitely need that we need to keep on growing there as well it's yes. been another another goal of ours we thank you all so much for all of your love and for your support and until next time